We've got a big announcement, girlies. We're going on tour. We're going on tour. We're hitting the road, Jack. Woo! So don't you come back no more, no more. We're bringing our tour. That's showbiz all that's over showbiz. Ireland. You have to say it like that. Well, oh, but I that's can't sing. Showbiz. That's showbiz. That's <laughs> showbiz. You have to say it like old, old-timey American. <laughs> <laughs> I'll work on it I'll work on it we, we, That has to okay. feature In the show okay, I'll work on it I'll work on it We're coming to Name them A city near you We're going to Cork Limerick Galway Belfast And Dublin Yeah sorry about the Midlands But we can't drive And we need to be accessed by train We don't really know Any of those com- Sorry our, our, <laughs> our geography knowledge Of that part of Ireland Is limited But if you want to come see us Go to ticketmaster.ie And Take get your tickets Because they're flying out The door girls And our girlies In the UK and Australia Don't worry because there's exciting dates coming soon. Yeah. Keep the eyes peeled. That's keep all we'll say Keep the eyes and ears or peeled. And the ears, because you yeah. might hear it on here again. Do you keep your ears peeled? Keep the ears clean, I would say. Anyway, maybe. we're waffling. Anyway, also, link in the episode description on how to get your tickets. Exactly. See you then. See you, girlies. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Now, one thing I have been doing, and we started speaking about this over the summer, didn't we? About the whole, when you wake up, open up the blinds and look at the light. Yeah, because... Um, What's it called again? Um, Arcadian Rhythm. We Is call that... it Arcadian Rhythm, but I don't think it's called that... Circadian Rhythm? Circadian, Circadian Rhythm, isn't it? Something like that, anyway. Something to do with Something a, a anyway. stuff. Something to do with cavemen, etc., or whatever. But I've actually been kind of living by it a small bit. Cave people. Huh? <laughs> Cave people. <laughs> <laughs> Misogyny. Misogyny! Misogyny! It's your favourite queers, back in your ears. It's I'm Grandmam. Hey girlies, I'm Kevin. And I'm PJ. And welcome back to I'm Grandmam. Woo! You know what I hate about doing the remote records what? is the fact that we have to divvy up those lines so I don't get to do the woo. I know, but I don't get to say the name of the podcast. I prefer to do the woo. No, would I? I just miss doing the woo. I do like the woo I do, And I also like wooing in unison It's one of my favourite things to do Actually I kind of like you doing the woo Because it's as if you're wooing me And it's like my podcast I'm your hype girl <laughs> How are things girly? How are we girlies? I'm sorry now But if anybody hasn't been recycling Can you start Because the planet is falling apart What's going on with the weather? What's going on? I've no idea Jesus Like I, I was coming back from town there And I, th- I nearly Mary Poppins into the air but last week it was very warm When I was in London it was so warm last week And I was like It's meant to be autumn Like I was going around in my shorts and a t-shirt There was no autumn happening Oh I'm sliving for global warming when it's warm I'm like pour oil in the rivers when it's warm But like when it's getting freeze, Like you see it always comes back It's like karma So we have to look after yeah. the planet Because otherwise we'll be living in the sun But then it's going to be so windy And I have a fringe now And I'm like you You know when it's windy Kevin, when it's windy, Kevin always walks into the wind with his he- head at a tilt so that the wind blows yeah. up his fringe. Back of my head to the wind, basically. I'd have to turn around like I'd be doing an, an owl situation to save the fringe. Poor London's being attacked by Christmas decorations. Did you see it? Oh, my God. What is it? Baubles going down Tottenham Court Road. <laughs> yeah. So, lads, they, they hang up these, like, giant baubles in London, like, every year for Christmas, like, and they all just got yeeted off the strings and they're bouncing around um, Tottenham Court Road. Giant runaway Christmas baubles tumble through London street. I mean, now... It was a gay person who wrote that article because they're loving the drama of it. It's camp, yeah. Imagine if you were actually doing some Christmas shopping on Oxford Street and then you saw a giant bauble running towards you. I wonder what one it was. If it was a silver one, you'd be like, oh my God, disco. <laughs> Sorry, the cats are being crazy. 
What do you mean they're being crazy? Like when you say that I'm just like So we're recording at night time and this is the time where they get a thing called Zoomies, right? And I, I, I wanna rebrand Zoomies because I think I the na the word Zoomies like gives me the ick. But they get this thing called the Zoomies yeah. where they get really hyper after their sleep and they just start like being chaos and like scratching things like running around the place and now uh, Happy is like playing with a tag, so let me just throw his toy two second. Cats aren't just for Christmas, Pete. Like, if you can't handle cats when they have their zoomies, oh, no, you shouldn't I love be having them, cats we, at we're all. We're just recording in the evening because you have panther horses, <laughs> so that's why they have their zoomies. Oh, oh no, I don't. Wait, let the cat out of the bag. <laughs> Let's drop it, girlies. Kevin is in the panto playing. The genie. No, I'm joking. I sent one of the promo shots there to PJ before and he was like, you playing the genie? You know I'm not playing the genie. I'm playing Chester the Jester. Chester the Jester. Gorgeous. I'm playing the Jester. They're doing Sleeping Beauty at the Cork Opera House. And girlies, she's home for Christmas. You know what? In the grand scheme of things, I'm very excited to be doing it, but one of the deciding factors for me was the fact that you know, because it's obviously going to be the first Christmas without my dad and stuff. I was like, it'll be nice to spend yeah. it at home. You know what? As well, even like, since the nights have gotten darker, right? I've been coming back and my mum would have the dinner ready. I'm kind of loving Gorgeous. it. Gorgeous. No, I think, and as well, like, you love the panto. You'd be weak for the panto. <laughs> what are you on about? As in, like, you were in the panto when you were younger, you were dancing in the panto, and now you're doing, like, one of the lead roles in the panto I'm living. Now, also, I forgot how gorgeous the opera house is. It's actually stunning, isn't it? No, I hate them all because they wouldn't even cast me as the bush in the background for the panto. <laughs> I got no call, girl. No, babe, I told you. What? Did I not tell you you're in it? I'm not in it, you weird all. Babe, I have a puppet in and we're calling the puppet PJ. Oh, no. <laughs> babe, copyright, copyright. Oh, sorry, we're calling it JP. Now, I did say to them, I was like, you know, there's like a chase scene in the panther every year. I'm like, we're doing fascinating in the chase scene. No, doll, you have to edit me out of fascinating. I want my rights. <laughs> Oh, doll, I'll only be using the bridge and the chorus, and that's my vocal. <laughs> and then when I come to see you, I'll run up on stage for the lift. I love it. It's happening. Yeah. We'll negotiate that. Now, one thing that I wasn't aware of until I had signed the contract that they managed to slip in afterwards was the fact that I actually have a puppet. Now, I didn't mind doing it, but I was like, I'm playing two parts, so I'm not get double the page. You know what I mean? I was kind of like, <laughs> and I didn't want to seem like too much of a diva either because I'm like obviously going in as the girly with the podcast. You know what I mean? That's like saying randomly when you get to the rehearsal going, here, do the whole thing on stilts. Oh my god, you it kind of is. Like, I kind of love the idea of doing it and the puppet fab. Now, huge thing. Like, the only thing I'm getting for Christmas really is Carpal Tunnel, the size of it. <laughs> so, can you add ventriloquists to the list of skills? Oh, doll, it's going straight on Spotlight. Weak. <laughs> There's actually even a bigger star in the Cork Opera House this year, and it's my little cousin Keelan. Keelan's playing one of the fairies, and she's fab. Yeah, she's sliving. You said she was fab in rehearsal. She was doing the scriptory there the other day. I was like, come on, Miss Keelan. I was like, you might give PJ an acting class or two. <laughs> But one thing is, right, when we were doing, like, the promo shoot and stuff for us, they were like, oh, they were like, were you thinking you might shave your beard? I was like, oh, no, doll, I'm a celebrity. I was like, sorry, this is, this is part of my public image, you know what I mean? I can't go shaving my beard. You No, you were like, oh, no, doll, do you want to scare the kids? <laughs> also, I was like, I'm still doing other gigs. We, we have to keep the podcast going. Like, the podcast doesn't stop for panto, do you know what I mean? You need the beard. If there's the one thing you need to hang on to is the beard. Now, also... Even from just going in there now the last few days, like rehearsals and stuff, I've like such a romanticised vision of like Cork around this time of year and at Christmas and I'm like, oh, look at me just going around Cork like doing my bits. Yeah, oh my God, it's go And as well, you're going to be, so if you see Kevin bopping around, say hi, because you're going to be there for like, is it three months now? I'm home for like two months, just over two months. Sorry, they're making loads of noise today. Just give, well, just give them a, what, no, what about if you just clapped really cool. loudly? That's not school, they just do a loud clap because then they know the behaviour's not on. No, that's not what I want. <laughs> Why? Are you saying they've no brain? No, but, like, cats, they don't understand, like, you can't just, they'll just think a loud noise happens. They're not going to be like, they're not going to link that with a negative behaviour. But they have a memory, so surely if you do it again and you clap again, they'll go, oh, I mustn't do that because when I do that, the clap happens. No, babe, you're, you need to read the books. What books did you read? I read How to Train the Cats, like. I'm trying to train them. It's called, we have to, you have to approach them differently. They're not dogs. I never said they were dogs, but any old animal in the animal kingdom, if you were to make a noise when it's doing something, it would react to the noise, and then they'd probably recognise it as a repetitive sequence. I never knew you went away and got a degree in animal psychology. But is it not just, is it not just common knowledge that you go... 
<laughs> no, no, it's not. Did you ever watch the Dog Whisperer? I don't know. We're saying dogs. But yeah, Charlie... back. Yeah, Caesar Milan. Yeah, I know who Caesar Milan is. But you need to go on to your man. His name's is it Cat Galaxy on YouTube, and he'd be telling me all the bits now. He's unhinged behind the eyes, but he he knows cats. So, are you telling me if you will say were to get a bad cat? Do you just have to forfeit things and just accept that it's a bad cat? No, so like say now, like there now, Sailor was like scratching the tag and I didn't want him to scratch the tag. I can't go, stop, because he'll be like, why are you shouting at me? I'm just having a laugh. So what I need to do is I need to get something else that he wants instead and just distract him with that. And then he'll just like start ignoring the tag. So you have to like play with him to stop him from being bold? Yeah, kind of. Well, they're not really being bold, I suppose. They're just scratching. Yeah, because they go. They're cats, like they're wild animals in their home. So, like they go through. I'll I'll, do, I'll talk about on my my up and coming podcast. Cats are us. Is, is is the is the gaff ruined over them scratchy scratch? No, to be honest, it's actually perfect because we kind of oh, the, the experts in the books talk about catifying your home. It's been catified. I love the idea that you have a catified gaff. And also, I just love the word catify. Do they say catify or do they say cat proof? No, they say catify. Trademark. I. Love it. But don't worry if my landlord is listening to this. My house looks gorgeous. Also, what has happened this week? So our queen of Christmas, Mariah Carey, does this thing every year where she transitions from Halloween to Christmas. And then everyone's always like, Christmas doesn't start in November, it starts in December. But why do people fight it? I don't understand. Just like, it's here now. Just get into the spirit. It's a weird one because I'm like, should I kind of hate Christmas now? Because I think if I wasn't doing the panto, I was saying to my mum, I was like, we should just boot it away somewhere, go abroad for Christmas. Because I was speaking to my friend about it and she was like, look, it's not going to be the same, obviously. So she was like, just make new traditions completely. Like, don't try and like, like do the same thing as you would every other year and then just be looking at like the empty chair at the Christmas dinner table. You know, it'll just make it 10 times more sad. Yeah, the first Christmas that my dad was really hard. So like, we'll, I'll be, I'll be by your side. Don't worry. But it's like, basically what we, you do have to make new traditions. Like my dad used to always cook the Christmas dinner and like, we'd always have it in our house and stuff like that. So like, I forget what happened the first year. It was all a blur, to be honest. But like, since then we... Probably, yeah. We go to my sister's house and all this stuff for Christmas. I think we're having, we're actually having Christmas in my house again this year because Lindsay's back from Perth. And do you have a plan yet? Now this maybe should be picked up offline, but um, do you have a plan yet for the birthday, for the 30th? I think I'm going to do low-key. You say that then and then you'll you'll tell me the day before what you've planned and you'll get pissy because I'm doing the panto. <laughs> you're not going to be doing the panto on New Year's Day. <laughs> I know, but your birthday is New Year's Eve. You usually celebrate New Year's Eve. That's why you need to tell me in advance because people make New Year's Eve plans. Oh, I don't know what I want to do, babe. I think me and Jose want to go to Japan. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> why are you doing loads of class things? I'm getting Wanderlust tattooed on my hole. Who is this new you? <laughs> Every few months you say, who's this new you to me? I'm just constantly evolving, babe. No, you're constantly rebranding and it's it's marketing genius because people can't keep up. So every time they have to like get to know a new version of you. It's like Madonna. <laughs> anyway, should we crack into the theme? Let's get into this week's theme. The theme for this week is... Accents. Alexa, play Talk That Talk by Rihanna. Talk that Our talk queen. Now I'm up in the attic And all the sound is very I feel like I'm in an actual studio I'm the claps Now it's a very late My man's going to tell me Shut up in a second <laughs> I love I'm it I'm recording the podcast <laughs> Shit, no. Sorry I peed I actually have to turn it down Are you serious? Yeah. I'm doing the podcast Huh? No it's fine it's, I'm sorry Alexa, stop. No, like, it's, it's 10 o'clock at night. And <laughs> you blare and talk that talk. <laughs> me, I'm blaring. No, um, as well, my mum hates Rihanna. Me, me stamping my really? foot. <laughs> Your mum well, hates Rihanna? It's because she did Rude Boy years ago on The X Factor. And, or was it S&M? And she was just like, oh, she's, she was like, oh, she's very saucy, her. Okay, saucy Jade. I thought your mum used to make you sing S&M for her. Huh? I thought your mum used to make you sing S&M for the girlies. <laughs> Did I make that up? Sing S&M? For who? Who what? am I singing S&M for? I know when you were younger you used to sing S&M for like the mammies. Did I make that up? Where? 
in your front <laughs> room. What mammies? Never in my life. She used to sing a song. She used to she used to perform when I was younger. When but this is back in the time. Also, I don't know if I've told you this, so I don't know why I'm telling it now. But it was back in the time when when my mum used to sh- like bathe me. She'd take <laughs> me out of there. She'd take me out of the bath, and then because I'd like the gap in my teeth. Kind of like Elvis And she d- styled my hair like Elvis And I kind of do A bit of an Elvis Oh, Is that what you're on about? Because I haven't shared that With anyone I'm almost getting upset Thinking about it <laughs> That's so cute I know that's not What I was on about though What would I be doing? S&M in the living room For my neighbours Also I was like 16 When it came out Imagine me just being like Oh girls come over Anyway. You know what I mean? We did do it for an end of year show before, right? Yeah. <laughs> Girls were singing it. Now we were all. Now it's a bit chaotic, really. When you think about it, because we were teenagers, like yeah. <laughs> we're doing S and M on the on the thing, <laughs> and one of the mams did ring into Neil Prendival to complain about it, and we were screaming, laughing about it the week after. Now speaking of Neil Prendival, did you see all the bits about that priest wherever he was from, somewhere up the country, and he was going on about all the like gay people sinning, transgender people sinning, and people getting abortions sinning? I'm like, shut up! But also, did we burn his cloth or whatever? Is he out? <laughs> Is he gone from the priesthood? Yeah, was it the Bishop of Kerry? Was like, oh, sorry about that. Mortified that he actually said what we're all thinking. <laughs> what did he? No, but like the the bishop was like, oh my god, I'm sorry about that, but I'm like, but. Look, you're not really because he's still do he's still able to, allowed to preach, right? Yeah. Also, yeah. Have they gotten rid of him? Like, yeah. If you're if if you're actually sorry about it, do something about it. I wish I was in the I wish I was in the congregation when he said it because and like I would have mortified my man, but I would have stood up and I would have been like, "What the fuck are you on about?" And I would have walked out. Yeah, I I probably I probably wouldn't have said anything. I probably would have just left, maybe strutted down the thing and been like, "Yeah." But did you hear there was a one on Neil Prendival then um this morning. And let me and my mum are screaming And she goes um, She goes If this fella's so sure We're all going to hell She goes How will we even get in When all the nuns and priests Are inside there already <laughs> <laughs> I was like It's so cor-. You know what I, I have this, like this Love-hate relationship With listening to Neil Prendival in the mornings Anytime I'm home My mum will always Like when we're doing social She'll have the radio on like, There's something just comforting In that isn't there It's pure like Because it's not something I would ever do myself I have to turn off sometimes Because people to be They're just some They're just moaning like They're just moaning And as well Some of the people Like they let on I'm like You need to start doing Background checks There needs to be a vetting process Because I think A lot of them were dropped On their head a few times As a child Like kind of vibes they were like, sorry, no. Anyway, the theme is accents. We're talking about accents and stuff. We'll probably get into tempting them. And I'm like, is it all going to fall on me? No, babe, I'm unreal at accents. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a bit of, like, cut me a bit of slack. I feel like if I, say no, if I got a breakout role in a sitcom and I had to be, like, yeah. from a different part of Ireland, I feel like with a bit of training, I'd be grand. See, it's weird that you say that because... One thing I suppose that is quite mad, right? I think within Ireland is the like there's such a vast, um, like difference in all the different accents. Not even like from county to county, but even when you think about like from North Cork to South Cork, and like even in Dublin, like you know what I mean, like even between yeah. different areas. So I'm like, but I think outside of Cork and Dublin, I think I'd maybe I could probably identify Kerry. And I could probably do um, Ross Common. In my head, I could identify the Ross Common one because of Chris O'Dowd. <laughs> but I know what you mean. I wouldn't be able to know if someone's from Galway by no. like, just listening to them. No. You could probably tell because they'd be probably wearing Patagonia fleeces if they were from Galway. Or yeah, knitwear of some sort. Or some and kind they'd of knitwear. Be like, and like um, sustainable shoes and stuff. <laughs> and they so love the Galway, morning swims like... in Galway, I'd say. They love and they're the in a trans band. <laughs> they play the power on um, <laughs> But we got into it because We were talking about like when we first moved To um, London And how like we talked about this before I think But like how our accent Kind of helped us a bit Well it hindered me a bit because people didn't understand what I was fucking saying When I first got there But then it helped me because yeah. It kind of like in in England Obviously there's like a, a, like a, a fucked class system Where there's like the working class, the middle class, upper class And stuff like that um, But when I was from Ireland, like no one ever, no one knew where to place me. They just yeah. heard Irish. So for all they knew, I lived in a mansion in Cork. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, and I'm I'm not sure whether it stood to me or not, but it was, I suppose, different because they didn't have a clue, so they didn't know where to where to position you. You know what I mean? So when I was working in a restaurant, even, and I was working in a fancy restaurant, like 
Should they know where Douglas and Cork is or whatever? They just and I think as well, yeah. for whatever reason, you know the way like Irish people are kind of uh, unanimously loved like throughout the world, so especially um, in England. Even well, I know not, you know, not everyone loves us, but whatever. <laughs> but I know, you know but what I mean? the they, like they they love even like the novelty of like their waiter being Irish. You know what I mean? When I worked in Camden in the restaurant when I was like a waiter, it helped me because I got tips because I was a skit with the people, especially the tourists in Camden. So I used to be skitting and having a laugh with them. But I think it really helped me when I went for my first interview in advertising and like I went in and obviously like advertising's a bit elitist. Like it's it's, like full of loads of like rich people and like there's a lot of nepotism going on and stuff. I just rocked in then. So they they thought I was middle class until I started robbing their lockers on their break. <laughs> I'm joking. I obviously didn't do that, but like, but like, Joe, they didn't know until like they got to know me. So in my interview, they were just like they judged me on my ability to do the job as opposed yeah, to where completely. I'm from, which was kind of lovely. Yeah, and you know what? With the accent thing as well, one of the reasons why I'm really interested in it is because I often wonder, right? Because it was something that's come up since our very first episode is the fact that people were kind of mad for the Cork accents. Yeah. Especially the people from outside of Cork, obviously. Yeah. So I often wonder, I'm like, would we be doing as well if we were two lads from, you know, Tipperary? Do you know what I mean? No, we wouldn't. I don't think, would we? I'd like to think we would be because no. we're a bit of a scream. But then I'm like, actually, am I a scream because we're from Cork? Now, that's the most Cork thing to say ever because Cork people think the biggest well, Yeah, but we, but like, we are. Like, like sometimes people are like, oh my God, like, and I'm not. We're not tooting my own. I'm not tooting my own horn here. Like, but like they'd be like, "Oh my God, you and Kevin are so funny. How are you so funny?" And I'm like, "I don't think we are. I think we're just. I think we're just from Cork. Because like everyone, <laughs> everyone who I hang around with is the same. Si- oh no, we're not funny at all. Yeah, everyone who I hang around with is the exact same sense of humour as me. That's it. Like, so there is a bit of imposter syndrome sometimes when I think about it too much. Now, one thing that gets me right because, I suppose. I'm over in England now eight years, right? And I'd like to think in my head, and I'm like, actually, is it from the podcast? And I'm like, would I actually sound like this if I didn't start the podcast? Would I actually maybe have a more filtered version of my own accent? No. Do you know what I mean? Because I feel like I actually, when I moved over and because I was going to acting college, I really had to slow down my speech. And yeah. you know, because we, I was always speaking very quickly anyway. And then mm-hmm. when I was just trying to be more aware of my lisp and stuff, when people are trying to, when people are trying to change who I am, and I was trying to embrace my flaws, i.e., my uh, my uh, voice coach in college, you know who you are. Well, look at me now. I'm making I'm making a few pennies from it. Um, <laughs> but uh, I feel like I definitely did. Water down sounds a bit dramatic, but I definitely did. I think hold back. A smally bit. No, but you, I did have to learn how to pronounce my words. And, like, even when I'm yeah. tired now, I still mutter and, like, slow down. But, and I'll say this, people who go away for a wet week from Ireland to England and come back like they were sipping tea out of the Queen's Hole. Oh, I can't say that. She's dead. Out <laughs> of <laughs> the Queen's Coffin. So... Out of the Queen's crown. <laughs> People. I'm guessing, was that buried with her? Probably. No, they're the Jules. They're in, they're in the cabinet. Babe, I knew where you were going with it because honestly, one of, my, one of my pet peeves. There's nothing worse as well. But also, like, you have to actively try to lose your accent if you're coming back and you're like, you went away and you used to be like, all right, Sarah, girl, I talk to you later. Then I'm just going to get my Ryanair flight. And you come back and you go, pip, pip, cheerio, Sarah. I'll just go off the chimney sweep but maybe puppins. You know what I mean? But there's some people like I know someone who's gone off and they were over in London, right? And then they're coming back and they sound like they're from Birmingham. And I'm going, Wait, where were you, doll? Unless you've been living with a load of brummies there in the gaff, right? Unless there was like a tenny and they're all from Birmingham. I was like, Why are you speaking like that? Because you're living in London, like. And as well, sometimes people go, Oh, it's because like, I'm, a- like, I'm an actor and I pick up sounds or like I'm oh. a good singer. So I pick up sounds and I'm like, You're not, you're a nuisance. Shut up. Shut up! It, just no. like, shut up, doll. It is a lie. It's a lie. Also, it's it's controllable. Yeah, and it also just makes me not like you. And I know it's bad because, like, obviously, like I like it just makes me not like the person. No. I'm like, why are you why are you trying to like? I don't know. It's like they're trying to put on because it's it's almost it's almost like they're especially especially when they go off to England. 
Like, what about Americans? Someone's it's the 2022 back. version. It's the 2022 version of taking the suit. That's big. That's sorry, what I'm you heard it's, it. It's a version you of pledging the allegiance. It's kind of some kind of an allegiance to England. When you come back and you're you going. Drop that all. And you're going, yeah, so I'm over there now. I've been over there now since September. And I'm like, doll, you sound like you were born and bred in a borough of London. Like, cop on. That's obviously not me, like, right? No, but that's the, see, I don't know whether it's. Whether it's because we live with each other. Oh, you know, because I feel like I graduated and then we moved in together straight away. So I feel like, and because you are always so cork, I feel like, sorry, oh, yes, I'm a bit emotional. <laughs> I feel like you helped me get my cork back. <laughs> but you know what I mean? So, and as well, the third person like living in a gaff, we had Katie in the gaff, we had Claire in the gaff. We were always living with kind of cork people as well. So we were always kind of yeah. left at that. But also as well, um, would you not be more like, to fight for is- yourself? But this is also like my family would shun me. But also, it's it's this phenomenon as well that if anyone who lived with me got my accent, like I never got theirs. So it's like eighteen when she lived with me, eighteen <laughs> when she lived with me, like she's half German, half Irish, and she lives in Montanati. Like she is not a bit of like a North Cork girl. And then she'd be like on the phone to her mum, and her mum be like, "Why are you speaking like this?" <laughs> But like even you, like you, you'd be hanging around me, and then you'd be on the phone to your mum, and she'd be like, "Why are you speaking like PJ?" My mum sometimes I say words, and my mum goes, "She was like, you keep saying sister." She's like, "That's the way PJ says it." She goes, "Stop doing that." And the thing is, she'll always go, "On all the years I send you to speech and elocution lessons, I'm like, mum, they were drama classes." And she she'll always say speech and elocution. My dad used to say it as well. Anytime if I was at the table and I was speaking quickly or said something, he'd be like, "What are we spending your speech and elocution lessons for?" And I'd be like, "What? I'm not going to speech and elocution lessons." Speech and elocution lessons is not an episode of Bridgerton at all, lads. Do you know what I mean? I wasn't doing any of that. Now, do you think maybe one of the reasons you're not picking up other people's is um, you wouldn't be listening? Are you a good listener? I think it's good. No, I think it's because I can sing. And I think it's like singing and accents is definitely linked, I think. Yeah, I know what you mean. You know those people who do the great um, impersonations of singers as well? You know, even Ariana Grande is like able to like do like, she's able to do Britney, she's able to do Christina. I think yeah. you're right. I think they have really good ears. Do you know who I'm like, like that guy on, um, well, this this isn't really, it's very like one note, but Joe, the fellow who goes the, you don't like my song, you don't like my song, on TikTok. <laughs> Is it Paddy LaBelle? Paddy LaPone? Oh, the guy you know who does, yeah. And I think you're quite, you're, you're quite good at accents, right? I think I'm alright at them. I wouldn't be like, oh, like, oh, yeah, it's it's my thing. I do impressions. Also, I'd hate for it to be my thing. I'd hate for it to be like, oh, yeah, I do impressions. Yeah, did you have to do loads of it in in musical theatre college? We did, like, we did, like, accent lessons. You know what I mean? Or, like, I mean, in third year, we did cabaret and I played Clifford Bradshaw. So I was, like... I was speaking in American accent for that and stuff. I think American stuff is kind of grand. Now, also, I, I suppose if you were to go through with a fine-tooth comb, you might be like, oh, is that American? Now, I used to always pride myself on doing the best Australian accent in Ireland, but that's because I spent a whole part of my life consuming nothing but Summer Heights High and anything that Chris yeah, that's, did. That's your snatch game if you ever to go on Drag Race. I feel like it would be, but then I was like thinking more about it, right, P? And I think your best bet for doing Snatch Game is not to do someone funny. Like, who's known for being funny? You're, you're right. You want to be someone You want to be someone really serious and then make them funny. Like the way... Um, I think that's the, the key of it. The way Aquaria did Ivanka Trump. That was, and the, she wasn't a funny queen, but she was funny because she was Ivanka Trump. Exactly that. I think that's like the, 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 the way in. So I'd have to re-examine, but like... <laughs> Sorry. For, for just quickly, for someone who's never going to be on Drag Race realistically, you think about it 24-7 hours of the day. Oh, oh, it's like my irrational fear. And the thing is, what I worry about... You don't do drag, though. ...more than how I get on with the, with the different challenges is I picture myself doing the judging right and I I'm, I get so hard on myself you know when they're you know when they're trying to come up with the like the kick the quick like quips like for like when people are coming out and they're coming up with puns and things and I'm literally I yeah. like to the point where I don't enjoy the program sometimes when it comes to the runways because I'm <laughs> being so hard on myself to come up with something funny to say about what's happening and I'm literally oh I'm like you didn't think of that 
the writers write them for them I reckon they do now we need to talk about the fact that people from Ireland are viewed and as Paul's done about it I've I've I was going to say I've researched I've copy and pasted one article that I found but you know where people are, <laughs> are surveyed and Irish does tend to come up a lot as being like one of the sexiest accents in the world really is it sexy I think it's just Colin Farrell like doing the work Honest to God. It's just Colin Farrell doing the work. Like, I find it really hard to believe that Irish... Like, because as well. But, like, what kind of Irish? Like, it's such a blanket term. Like, what kind of Irish accent? You know what I mean? Because I feel like sometimes, even if I'm, you know, you know, even if I'm trying to be sexy, I feel like it just sounds like, like a parody. Like, can you be sexy in a Cork accent? I don't think so. I always feel like Derby and the Little People, you know? (laughs) Like, when I'm like, when I'm, I'm like, how are you? You're going... Do you want me to go down? Do you know what I mean? It's like very... I, I don't know why I go kind of there. <laughs> do you remember I used to do that thing? So my friend Gabby, right? My friend Gabby, one time I was doing the Dublin accent for her, right? I was doing yeah. speaking like a small bit like that. Now, people from Dublin who are listening are probably going, that's not even a fucking Dublin accent. You know what I mean? But I was kind of speaking like that and she was no, like... No, that was good. But she was like, oh my God, she was like, you're way hotter when you talk in that accent. And I was like, I was like, Really? And she's like, yeah, she's like... It's because you get more um, masculine and Gabby's obviously attracted to that energy. Maybe. I didn't even think of that. Also, you get... You you, you do a... You do a, a north side Dublin Yeah, accent. I do, do a bit a of a... I do a bit of a... Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. But remember, remember... Oh my God. I remember one night I was doing in a club and I was chatting to a fella and I... I know for some reason I just put it on. I was just doing the Dublin. And then I remember going out into the smoking area and I kind of... I was obviously drinking and stuff and then I forgot and he was like... Oh, I thought you were from Dublin. Me like this. Oh, <laughs> Me, oh no, I'm from Cork, early. Me, Cork. But also as well, like, so where in this list does Ireland fall? Number one, I think, yeah. So, so right, okay, it says here. It's not. According to a survey of 5,000 men and women conducted by OnePoll.com, sounds pretty legit, the Irish accent is the one that leaves them feeling the most flustered. They regard it to be the sexiest. So number one is Irish, number two is Italian. I, I don't like the Italian accent at all. Can you say that? Really? Can you say that? I don't really like it. I like it. Scottish, I do like. Like, if a fella's like, speaking to me in Scottish. So hot. Th- Scottish really is hot. so hot. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when we were up in Edinburgh that time, I was like, oh my God. And when even we were getting a taxi somewhere, and I was like, oh my God. Like. It's so sexy. When I was sex in the taxi with the taxi man. And I was like. <laughs> it's giving like, show me, show me around Edinburgh. Like, bring me, like, let's buy kilts vibes. Very much that. And then it's also a bit like, reminiscent of like. Shrek and controversial opinion I think Shrek is a small bit sexy oh my god I'd fuck Shrek into next week <laughs> no I mean actual ogre Shrek yeah let me be your Fiona I don't even want to change back into a pretty princess I live with you in the swamp yeah I kind of I don't know is it is it something to do with how like blasé he is what are we on about I just love an underdog <laughs> <laughs> I think that's me too And you know the way He kind of doesn't really Know how to dress And I'm kind of yeah. like And also I'm kind of like I could change him I could fix him Yeah you could fix him You know what I mean You could <laughs> You know he's he's a fixer upper You know and what I mean And he's nice to animals Because him and Donkey Get on in the end Yeah I he, do think, he does have a lot Of redeeming features Um, I do think that study Was conducted Probably in the height Of normal people fandom Maybe it's something like that I do think as well though Like you know If I'm to think of like The sexiest men in the world I do like I do think Colin Farrell Is probably up there yeah, he is, but I think we talked talk about him every week in, <laughs> since since I went to that premiere. No, <laughs> no that that was the the Patreon episode we were speaking about him on that. We okay, because I was like, we can't give Colin Farrell more airtime because I think I no, talked about him for but, like an hour on that Patreon episode <laughs> we recorded the other day. See, like, I don't know about the sexy thing. I think maybe is it like that it's more endearing and there's like a more of a warmth to it. So maybe do people do people associate that? With it being sexy and it being attractive, you know what I mean. Like I don't know, I don't know if I'd use the term sexy, but we definitely use like maybe I get, I get that there's an attraction or a like for it. As opposed to Ireland, right? Irish people, whatever we know, we're hot. Well, people say we are, right? Um, what other accents like would you like rank in your top three? I, I, I do think. So you know what, England to give them some bit of credit, right? I'd be like, some of the accents I'm like absolutely not, but like. You know when you're watching Gogglebox and like the two come on from Yorkshire and they're like just speaking in the Yorkshire accent, like some of the Northern accents. You know what I mean? I do think yeah, are a small bit adorable. Yeah. You know they're like pork pie yeah. and a cup of tea, and I'm like actually, yeah, that's hot. There's something very soothing about it as well. And and Northern like Northerners are sound. Northerners are always sound, always. 
they're they're still English and they're still British, so it's like still like a, still like a stain against them. But you know what? You're not as bad as some of them. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Um. But outside of England, I do think Australian the Aussies. But then I'm like, is it because like when I was younger, I used to watch Bondi Beach when I used to come on Bravo, and was I just obsessed with like the lifeguards who were like booting around half naked? It's so weird that the, the Aussies don't do it for me now at all. But really? it's weird because they're na- the Kiwis, their neighbours do. The New Zealand people. That's now Australia, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Like, no, but I'm sorry. When you said Kiwis, I was kind of I don't know. It's late in the day, I suppose. But um, sometimes the Australian lads come up my TikTok, and straight Australian lads can be a bit arrogant sometimes. They're chaos. They're crazy. Straight Australian lads yeah. are peak. They're peak peak chaos and shenanigans, and it just turns me off. And it's all shenanigans. All those like online pranksters. Ugh, even the, the the term prankster makes me shiver a small yeah. bit. You know what I mean? Imagine being known as a, a prank. Oh, um, they're all from Australia. No, that's a sweeping statement. Yeah, you but see. they are. Now, do you know what accent I find very attractive, which I shouldn't? Oh. Like Texas vibes. Oh, I know what you mean. And then when you do pictures, you do kind of think of like the the tight jeans and the checker shirt. And Brokeback Mountain fantasy vibes. You Lumberjack know I mean? fantasy, and you're thinking we're doing it in the woods. And like it reminds me of like I used to be obsessed with True Blood when I was younger, right? And you know, really. Obviously, I was queer. Were you not obsessed with it? It was so no. camp. Babe, Stucky Slackhouse, I wanted to be her. Really? Yeah, but in it, her brother, Jason. Look up after this, True Blood, Jason. His accent and just the way he is. He's like, his character's like really okay. dumb and stuff. He's like just this dumb, hot man. You know what I mean? I get ya. That is hot, yeah. Like, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be having a relationship with them and I wouldn't yeah. be like dating them. It would just be like casual vibes. And see, when I, when I, when I think of that accent, like the, like Southern American accent and I, I think of the ranch and I think of hard labour and I think of there being a, a bit, a small bit dirty, a small bit smelly, a small bit, you know what I mean? Also, free horse riding lessons. <laughs> I've never been horse riding, babe. What? I've never, I've never ridden a horse. Write that down, Patreon video, horse riding. <laughs> Do you have any equ- equestrian schools listening? Yeah, any, any, any equestrian spawns? We used to go horse riding when I was younger in uh, Blarney. It was a tenner, right, for an hour. Now, now that sounds horse- like exploitation. Was it a home? No, it was like a school. They were looked at. They were looked after. But um, was it a, was it was it a lesson, or did we just walk around a circle for an hour? Because that's all we did. We like got on the horses, and then we'd literally walk around in a circle for an hour. And then one day, like we thought we were like expert show jumpers, because they put like a fence, but the fence was on the floor, and the horse like you had to get into your like jumping stance on the horse, and then the horse just stepped over the fence like this. No, are you telling me that the horse was just going around in the circles for the day? Yeah, oh, was in like for the hour you would just walk around in a circle and then they'd go pick it up to a job. No, it sounds and you... somewhat exploitative. You do a bit of that. No, but like, no, it wasn't. It was lovely. But no, we're, but we're they going... were loving this. No, but we're... they looked happy. We're going horse riding. We're going horse riding before the year ends. Now, I must say as well, I do think the Spanish accent is very, very sexy. And I think it left a huge. Um, imprint on my mind <laughs> one of my earliest experiences with the Spanish accent on one of the very first trips to Salou right <laughs> uh, obviously like your your waiter will be serving and stuff or whatever but obviously all the Spanish lifeguards were always like righty 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 you know what I mean and uh, I was at the beach one day right and anyway I was out in the sea I was like playing with my brother and sister or whatever and I got a bite or a sting or something. Obviously, you'd be freaking out. And I was like, Jesus. oh my God, jellyfish, jellyfish. Do you know what I mean? So then I went out and I was like to my dad, I was like, oh my God, I was like, I'm having a sting by jellyfish, I'm going to die. You know what I mean? Because that's what we kind of convinced ourselves. Now, it was grand, but it was definitely stinging. And he was like, I'll take you up to the lifeguard. <laughs> and I went up. The sexiest fucking lifeguard now you've ever witnessed in your life, right? And I'm like this. Here I am then, like, going up with this, like, you know, like a drowned rat. <laughs> and I'm going, my foot. My foot. And he's going, speaking in a Spanish accent, he's going, uh, what I'm not even going to try and do it now because I won't do it justice. But like, he'd be like, he'd be like, uh, what, where is, where, where is, where, where, where is he hurt? And I'm showing him. I was like, point. Stop trying to do it. And I was like, yeah, I know it's 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 spoiling it. But I was like, point on my foot, and I was like, I think it's the jellyfish. No, it's so sexy, I could barely speak. 
And next thing he's like, uh, you need to piss, right? And I thought in my head he was going to piss on my foot. And I thought he was, I thought that's where this story was going. And I goes, this is not usually how the porno starts. <laughs> but I was literally like this. And he said that and I was literally just looking at him. And I remember just thinking, I want this okay. fella to piss on my foot. So badly. Not because I wanted him to piss on me, but because I thought he was going to get his langer out. Yeah, brilliant. But I remember then I was just like, oh my God. Like, like what I don't understand is, when you have that and you have like, Peramiro como beben las pesas en el Rio, and then you, you come back to Ireland and it's like, I, I, like, I don't see how people are like, oh, the Irish accent. Like, and I, you know me, I love Ireland. Like, we pure love Ireland. When people are like, oh. Yeah, yeah, obviously. The yeah, Irish yeah, accent yeah. is sexier than the Spanish one. And I'm going, Wait, the, who quickly, are you asking? What happened? Did he pee on you? No, I had to go piss on it myself. Did you pee on yourself? Yeah, I had to piss at the end of my foot. Now, I don't think it was even... You know what? This is so embarrassing. I think it was a bit of a scrape of a rock. <laughs> but you know, like... You know the way when you get kind of scared about the sea and you're kind of like, you almost hype things up in your head and like anytime you feel a bit of a flutter on your foot, you're like, oh my God, jellyfish, I'm dead. <laughs> but also as well, shouldn't the lifeguard know by looking at it that it's not... He just, he just was like, go pee on yourself. And it's only a little scrape. Oh, he was thick as shit, I'd say. God bless him. He was, <laughs> he was all brawn. He was all brawn, this fella, let me tell you that much. <laughs> All brawn is right. Oh my god. I can still. How weird. Now, unless I'm just like picturing some other lifeguard that I met in, in my time in Spain. Yeah, but he like he was your gay awakening. No, I think he, he was definitely one of them, without a doubt. Without a doubt. So if you're listening, lifeguard from Salou. I would like Kevin, to say. Kevin's here. Hola. ¿Qué tal? But that is bravas. <laughs> anyway, right. So another thing we did, right, because we were speaking about the fact that. You know, we were like, would the podcast be doing as well if we weren't from Cork, if we had other accents? And also, I suppose, in the last few years, with the likes of, like, Dairy Girls, with um, uh, Young Offenders, other shows like that, like, there's, I feel like there's a huge appreciation for, like, shows and stuff that are done in yeah, the Irish Yeah, they're accent. loving it. You know what I mean? we're, we're having a resurgence. It's the Celtic Tiger all over again, accents-wise. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Remember when we were at that, um, oh no, were you there? I was at Podrick, was I? I was at a house party and your one was like, your one was like, bring back the Celtic. No, chair. I wasn't there. I wasn't at that one. And she was like, she was like, I was in my prime. She goes, the Celtic Tiger. She goes, no one will admit it, but she's like, the Celtic Tiger was the best time of our lives. And I was like, was it? Also, I think I was like I think nine, all my, so I think I all like, my relatives it? lost their jobs, whatever. <laughs> but anyway, um, right. So what we were getting at is, um, We've taken some the most famous movie quotes, right? And what what do we do? Will I do them as they were kind of done, and then you do the car version? Yeah. So we're gonna take famous movie quotes and see if the film would have done exponentially better if it was in a Cork accent. <laughs> exactly that. Right. So Forrest Gump, iconic movie. Obviously, there's the iconic quote from it. We don't need the we don't need a background of each film. Let's just go straight in with the quotes. Come on. No, it's giving rude. <laughs> <laughs> no, to be fair, it's, it's nearly eleven o'clock. We're banging on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my mama always said life was like a box of chocolates. You never know what one you're gonna get. My mama said life's like no. A you're doing the cork version, are you? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Or what okay. you? <laughs> I thought you were giving me an accent lesson. Okay, let me go. Right. Oh, 
what are we doing? We didn't really. So we said we were going to do. I thought we were going to. I thought we were going to go. We'll say both in it, and then we'll both say it in Cork. That'll take ages. You do the accent. That would take thirty years. Okay, I'll do it in Cork. Okay, give it to me again. So it's. My mama always said laugh was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. My mama always said life's like a box of chocolates. You'll never know what you're going to get. Like. <laughs> they'd be like at the end, wouldn't they? <laughs> now, right. When I was writing these down, right. When I was writing them in the quotes. I was like, is this going to work? But I've never been more obsessed with a section of the podcast. I love. I feel like I need to. Netflix, if you're listening to this. I'm available to get in to redub all the old classics. <laughs> oh my God. I would, I would actually. I would watch a Cork dubbed version of a classic movie Cork Film okay. Festival if you're listening I'm available to be hired go on this one is from Sunset Boulevard 1950 no I don't know that film but okay you don't no go on Sunset Boulevard alright Mr. DeMille I'm ready for my close up is this a mouse speaking or what like <laughs> you sound like I don't know I'm just trying to <laughs> who are you trying to be if I was Mickey Mouse, I'd sound <laughs> like this. Your Mickey is so good, I keep forgetting. That's your Snatch Game. Mickey's Clubhouse. That's your Snatch Game. Oh my God, is Mickey Mouse my Snatch? It is. Okay, all right, Mr. De- okay, wait, right, don't All right, Mr. Demir, I'm ready for my close-up, babe. <laughs> okay. Uh, these are not spirit fingers. These are spirit fingers and these are gold bring it on Jesus Christ that was a bit of a script wait a now <laughs> these are not spirit fingers alright these are spirit fingers and this is gold okay last one well we can do one two more um, honey where's my super suit <laughs> the commitment T-Man from Mr. Incredible there. Let me get in character. Where am I? Okay, I just came back. Would people from Cork say honey? I'm going to pretend like I'm um, a toiler and I'm looking for my pants and my mom's up- my um, wife's upstairs. <laughs> honey, where's my super suit? Oh my God, full on boner over that. Super, like, it'd be, it wouldn't be that super. It'd be super suit. Super. Okay, last one, just because obviously favourite movie of mine. Um... We love our Judy. Oh, Toto. I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. That was good. <laughs> was it? Yeah. <laughs> I have to get into the character. <laughs> I'm loving, babe. I'm loving your commitment. Let me use the cat as a prop right now. <laughs> Sailor. <laughs> oh, Toto. I don't think we're in Kansas anymore. I don't. No, do it again. But you have to say, I don't think we're in. Cork. Say, I don't think we're in the north side okay. anymore. Oh, Toto, I don't think we're in Gran anymore. <laughs> you never clue what's going on. He's only have to wake. <laughs> the like this. He's only have to waking up the poor thing. Very unimpressed. What a freaking laugh! I'm screaming, laughing at that. Anyway, girlies, I think. Oh, is that last one? Okay, perfect. Yeah, we need to call it a night. I was getting way too into that. I was kind of loving it. No, is it the most? Is it even funny, or are we just tired and delusional? No, I've completely given myself the ick over my ones. I think yours were were comedy. Well, I've given myself the ick. Well, all it, but is everyone going to be like PJ? You just made a parody of the North Northside accent, and I'm like, no, I didn't. No, you were doing you were doing how you sound. That wasn't parody. <laughs> I was doing no, how I they're sound. They're offended by the way you say. They're offended by the way you say trauma when you say trauma. But the, the only people who this. are offended by that is you and Patrick. And my man. And your man. My mama goes the other night. She goes, thank God, because she's a bit blind. So she only listened to the start of this week. And she goes, thank God you called him out in it. She want she to remember her roots there now. That filled to me before we go down a reefer and, in Douglas. <laughs> when am I seeing you next in person? On Thursday. When am I seeing you next week? Yeah, I come down Thursday, girlie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fabulous, girlie. I can't wait. We'll we have to do coffee can... bits. Coffee bits. That's, that's the, one of the best things about Cork. They have the coffee. Is... It's the coffee. And if you look Isn't up, it? if you look at my TikTok, babe, you'll get the reviews of all the best <laughs> ones in Cork. Have you been to um, some doors? Yes. 
Uh, yeah, but I, I, I wasn't there with my mum. I've been there with you, like. You need to bring your mum there because, honestly, uh, gorgeous up there. Really, really lovely. Right, but let's wrap things up because my mum's going to bait me yeah. there if I don't. Anyway, girlies, um, just remember, your accent is a part of where you're from and you should be proud of it no matter where that is. Even if it's England. Well, not don't be as proud. If it's the northerner parents, it's fine. <laughs> but you know what I mean? I ne- no one should ever feel ashamed, especially in a new place. Um, just yeah. of their accent because that's like a part of your heritage and that's where it's from so like even if you're coming to Ireland and someone's like like being ignorant and being like what's your accent and being weird just tell them fuck off it's a part of your culture yeah and also it's like your power because definitely when I was younger as well I used to be kind of half mortified because I had the lisp and I was a bit like higher pitched and love that for me but at the time yeah. I didn't you know what I mean especially when people would point it out and they'd be like oh your man sounds pure gay because I was going to speech and elocution lessons in air quotes. Um, but ultimately, it's my voice, and no one else has a voice like me. And also, I'm doing a podcast, w- which is primarily about using my voice, and I'm having a laugh there you doing go. it. So, girlies, yeah. it's your power. Your voice is your power. Yeah. Never let them silence you. Quickly, just before we go, last thing. What? Advertisers and people in like show business, yeah. can we hire more people with diverse accents and not just hire all the posh people with the posh accents? Without a doubt, without a doubt. But that I has hear to more of that. the whole, the whole, the whole um, structure of it needs to be completely like reassessed. Do you know what I mean? Because even even your own people here are not going trying to get a job in places and they're offering these like unpaid internships and you're going, well, how can someone from working class background do an unpaid internship? Or you know what I mean? Yeah. Honestly, you give them experience and stuff. You know what I mean? How are they going to get their episode on the class system, class system and nepotism to come? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, girlies, Go on, love you, girlies, love you, loads. Bye, bye, girlies. Bye, 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 bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.